0: Oh my gosh! I can't believe this is our wrap up for the podcast. How crazy is that? So crazy, so amazing. So I want to thank you all so much for listening to this last season. I know it has been so impactful for so many of you. We love hearing from you. Obviously, um, you know my uh, my PSA is if it was impactful for you, reach out and tell Erica that because I think it's really really helpful to hear those things and know those things. I think. Sometimes we forget that recording a podcast is like really a super weird experience because we're just talking to each other, even though it's going out to so many other people. So if you all had a a beautiful time listening to this season, make sure you tell Erica that and give her some feedback and let her know. But as always, we really, really appreciate you being part of this journey. And I think this has been like one of the coolest seasons in terms of like really showing like the behind the scenes of like growth that can feel really amazing and really tough at the same time and I'm so so grateful to Erica for showing us that because it's something I see with just about every client that goes through that but I think it's the thing that gets talked about the least so I think that this was just the most perfect illustration of that and I'm just so grateful to you Erica for that and to all of you for being part of that with us so we are going to dive in and get the behind the scenes uh behind the scenes, behind the scenes details (laughs) uh, from Erica, of what it was like to be part of this process. Obviously, she has shown us so much behind the scenes. But, you know, when we're recording, we don't talk about recording, basically. So um, just being able to dive in here, I think, will be so helpful. So thank you for being here and doing this. I so appreciate you. Yeah. All right. So (laughs) tell me, how has this process been for you like was it what you thought it was going to be like or was it different to that um just in general what has it been like to be part of obviously the coaching but just the whole podcast recording in general
1: um it's been it's been very interesting and I think my intent like I was able to create a uh like cultivate an approach to this, based pretty close to my my intention for this for this experience, which was to just basically just disregard the whole podcast thing, um, yeah. and and still you know. Like when I, when, when we recorded sessions, it wasn't like I was pretend, pretending that no one's listening. Like like some, sometimes I even spoke directly to the audience because obviously I know that they're listening. So it wasn't like of I course. was in this like imagination that I'm just doing this and no one, no one sees, no one hears. But at the same time, really just saying like, fuck it. Like, what am I, <laughs> what am I here for? Obviously I signed up for this. um. So I'm just gonna sort of, I don't know. Surrender and and let go of of how anyone is going to receive it or what stories or judgments or meanings they're gonna make from from it. Um, and uh, and I feel like I I feel like I achieved that. And then and then also it's been a little bit of a divided experience because some of the more like deeper, more private stuff that I don't feel comfortable. Airing on the internet and having on the internet forever we that we've either um, shared in private podcasts uh that you didn't um, release or whatever uh, or on uh basecamp so I think that would have been of course really different if this hadn't been a public experience mm-hmm. then mm, there wouldn't have been that separation um but obviously. I knew that going into this and that, and, and for that reason, it was also really helpful to have like base camp, for example, and really, really appreciate you for just being so accommodating and and like turning off the recording when I had some really (laughs) tough moments (laughs) that that I just couldn't bypass or pretend weren't happening. Yeah,
0: totally. I think that's like a really, a beautiful uh, reflection because I think it's important to, to say that where it's like you're, you're trying to be as present as possible and as, as transparent as possible and treat it exactly like this. But at the end of the day, the reality is is like some of this is not all like just yours to share. And so there was a piece of you that had to be really conscious of that in some ways too, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Especially. Um, and I think I said at the beginning or in one of the uh, – maybe on the Facebook intro like i'm a very Mm -hmm. i can get very personal but i'm i i value my private integrity a lot and that includes of course Mm -hmm. like my family and people that Mm -hmm. some of these topics are very related to or associated with so it was um it was good to be able to create that distinction or like just be careful around what was appropriate and what was not to share
0: I actually feel super grateful that we were able to almost, like, share the not sharing, if that makes sense. Because I think there's so much pressure online to, like, literally share it all sometimes. Like, you know, especially with the way social media has gotten, it feels like you're, like, almost, like, in someone's house in life every day sometimes.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I hate that. (laughs) And I think it can feel so pressured. Yeah. Same, same. Same. And so I think it was really like permission giving to the audience to be able to be like, this is where you're allowed to have boundaries. This is where it's allowed to be just yours and just for you. And this is where like you get to like decide what works best for you and your family versus like almost the pressure of like, well, if you're going to be a public figure, you got to share it all kind of thing. And so I'm like so grateful that it it transpired like that because I think it was really permission giving and important.
1: Yeah. I'm happy to hear that. and. Um, I remember a while back, I don't know where, like, in like specifically where, but I remember, I think it was you and Julia Wells that had a conversation around this because she, her brand and her marketing is very much like in her life, in her home. Like I know of how her rooms and kitchen look and like all the stuff she does and like I've seen <laughs> her family members and you know, that's great. She chooses to do that. That's wonderful. It's fun as a consumer to watch that. I would like rather close my business than to run my business that way. Um, And I know you said something similar. Like, I don't, I don't do that. Um, And, and I've always been like, should I, must I, do I need to? And almost like, can I have this quantum leap or like this big launches? Can I have this big success without doing that? Um and I've always been very clear from the very beginning with my business like I want it to feel really personal but I will never be private because that is important yeah. that's important for my my well-being and for the integrity of my family my husband is <laughs> is very well now I'm sharing a personal detail about him but he's very uh introverted and like he <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I will never share his name or images like I've never shared yeah. an image of my son. Like people know I'm a mother and wife, but I don't want like my 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 son can't make a decision. First of all, he's three years old and yeah. my, my partner has specifically said no. Um, and I've said no. Mm-hmm. So, so I think it is an important yeah. conversation to have to have. And I think it's really important to remember that you <laughs> you're allowed to make your own decision. <laughs>
0: Exactly. And it's like about what feels best to you. Like for someone else, it feels so good to share at that level. And for someone else, it doesn't. And it's just about feeling permission to navigate that that for yourself, as opposed to feeling like there is this one way it's supposed to be. And I think that's where it gets so fucked, you know? Yeah. yeah absolutely. Okay. So what do you feel like has been your <clears throat> biggest lesson overall?
1: Um... The first thing that I thought about that, that, well, the, the first thought that arose was it was harder to, it's harder to be successful than I thought, probably. Mm. Like in terms of just feeling mm, challenged by or like, Bur no burden is not, but just that it's it's actually really mm, uncomfortable growing, Mm -hmm. and there's so much that you sort of have to like catch up with on a like on a personal or like identity or just energetic kind of way when you really start to grow and expand and become successful. And I think I've heard other people talk about it, but I hadn't experienced it. And um and same with like exposure and all of those crazy things. I even <laughs> actually I talked talked about this today um because someone my brother's old acquaintance that I know that has known me from like when I was five or six years old. He's like in his fifties now, whatever. He's like, yeah, Erica is doing really fascinating work. She's, she's copying a lot of shit for it. She's handling it so well. And I'm, and, and, oh. and I was like, oh, he read the Facebook posts with the 300. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's exactly what I thought when you said that. Yeah.
1: With the 300 <laughs> comments and all of that. And so I think also that just like, just the expansion of, I'm not famous, but like, I'm also not, not known anymore. And so everything that comes with that, um, like, who am I? What does this mean about me? Where do I go from here? What if I fail next time? What does that mean? All of those things. I think that has been, I don't know if it's a lesson, it's more of an insight maybe, or just an experience. In terms of lesson, I think the biggest lesson I learned was that uh, I can successfully sell uh, courses that Mm -hmm. happen during my preferred time zone, or like my. (laughs) 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 I'll teach whenever the fuck I want to teach. We crushed that time zone (laughs) bullshit. Yes, and (laughs) people will purchase. (laughs) I think that was maybe the biggest lesson Um, and that um, sometimes it's not the most logical thing that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Oh, that was so good. I I so love that was your answer, just so everyone knows, like, Erica didn't. Know that, like, I didn't send her the questions um in advance until we got on here. I I shared them with her, so you didn't really get time to think about that. We didn't like, you know, get to pre-discuss any of this, but I couldn't think of a more perfect answer because I really do feel like this is what this season has demonstrated that was so important and so not talked about enough, which is that yes, it's way, hand quotations better in some ways to be like having the big launches and making the cash and seeing the business grow. And there's so much shit that comes with that. All of our brains tell us like, oh, that would be easy for me as soon as I'm having a 56k launch. Fuck. No problem there. Right. And all of us then get there and go, oh, oh, (laughs) oh, there is some stuff here that I have to process and work through. And, you know, I think you just gave us the most beautiful normalization of that ever, where it's like, not that you can't still be successful while dealing with those things. It's not that it has to hold you back, but you have to address it. And it does come up. And I think that's just so important because what I see happen with a lot of clients that haven't had that normalized for them is they get there, have that experience, and then they almost retract because they think something is wrong with them because they're having that experience. Like, oh, maybe success isn't meant for me if it feels hard. Maybe success isn't meant for me if I'm like dealing with all of these challenges that come up with it. And it's like, no, this is just how it works. Like you might have a different flavor or version than Erica, but like it it mostly does go like that. We've all had to like wade through that water. So I think it was just like really important to show that because it's easy to just see everyone's results online and think like, well, they have it made and now they have no problems. <laughs> and no, no. When you can be like, well, they have it made in some ways, they just have different problems. It really just like normalizes the whole experience, I think.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who is it that sings the song, Mo Money, More Problems? It's <laughs> notorious B I G, right? And <laughs> yes. Puff Daddy before he became he did it that's kind of how I felt like yeah
0: Yeah. but you did such a good job of and I just like always want to keep giving you credit for this but you did such a good job of really looking at them and going there I think some people get to that point and just want to avoid them for as long as possible and I think you did such a good job of just being like and this is what's here and I'm gonna dive into it and this is what's coming up and I'm gonna handle it like I know you have <laughs> some avoidance tendencies, but I think you did a really beautiful job of like working through the
1: layers as they appear. Thank you. I think I did so too. Yeah so on that note what <laughs> what was the most
0: difficult part?
1: Um I think difficult for me was just during our conversations keeping sort of keeping check or like keeping that balance of like and will I feel okay with this going out afterwards um so that Mm -hmm. was more of an internal process so much than um like what was happening between us or what happened like I had some vulnerability moment like I reached out to you I think maybe once or twice I was like fuck I regret saying this or that (laughs) (laughs) um but that wasn't that wasn't A big thing at all during. I mean, we had like eighteen sessions. Seventeen sessions, I think, went out. So eighteen. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um. But I think the 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 hardest part was.
0: Oh yeah, you're right though. Seventeen went
1: out. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. the The hardest, the most difficult part was just the the experience inside of me when I was like in a session, like feeling into that. Like, will this feel appropriate for me based on my standards? Sharing this, am I crossing the line here? And, uh, and that wasn't present all the time, but in some some sessions where we were sort of, I don't know, yeah, borderline um, into like muddy waters in terms of those boundaries. Um. So, and that was like that's related to this special strange container of this podcast and <laughs> this yes, very un- totally like far from normal experience <laughs> that you have created that is really amazing um, that I voluntarily agreed to <laughs> be part of.
0: <laughs> You're like still questioning my
1: sanity, but it's fine. <laughs> I did say I was an exhibitionist, didn't I, at some point? Yeah, I think it yeah. <laughs> Um And in, in terms of coaching, I think Um, difficult parts was just, um, or in terms of what we've achieved over the last six months, I think it was, or it's been creating this mastermind, uh, like actually like following through on a desire or like on a dream that I've had, because mm-hmm. at the beginning we talked and I was like, I have a strategy. Like we don't need to talk about strategy because I know what to do. And it's been it's pretty successful. We can tweak it. Sure. But like, let's talk about the other stuff instead. Yeah. Um, and when you said, OK, so let's do shameless. And I agreed. And then it was like, OK, do the wait list, do this. And I boom, boom, boom. I created everything. I wrote all the emails, wrote all the pages. We created everything. It was super smooth, super seamless um but and i think in in what's been coming up really it's been um just also apart from this whole like processing the success it's been actually creating something that i've dreamt of creating for a long time and the the doubt and like the worry and are people getting what they're paying for all of that kind of stuff because it's a new program
0: i think it's also really helpful for people to hear that too because I mean, it's so obvious that you have so much knowledge, so much experience, had the absolute, you know, most depth you could have to to teach that. And it's still there. And so I think it's just like helpful to hear that because I think that, again, it's like that thing where like we think all our problems go away with success or we think um, all of our like imposter syndrome stuff goes away with enough experience. And, you know, that's the stuff that keeps us stuck is thinking that those shouldn't be present. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Right. And so I think like, it's just beautiful to see like what, what moved you forward was being, you know, tending to those being present, but not letting them stop you or not creating a story that it means you shouldn't. Right. Yeah. So good. Um, Okay. What was the best part?
1: I think, and I've said this a few times, um, but the reason why I, was so drawn to you as a coach and ultimately decided to, uh, hire you as my coach. And, um, and let's just skip the part of doing this crazy podcast thing. (laughs) Um, I think the best part has been, and this is my praise and appreciation for you is, is your incredible, uh, broad skill and competence in holding just so many different various topics. I felt like I, I felt like you were my therapist at some point. I think you were. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um you've definitely been you know a really wonderful business coach uh I feel like you uh it's also you know you you you've met me on a on a friend level we've had so much fun together um you you allowed me to say pussy and fun stuff on your podcast yeah. <laughs> 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 this is true. Uh, So I think just with all of that, like the richness and the depth of the experience and, um, and the incredible safe space that you hold uh, for me uh, to bring really all of me. And I think that's also so beautiful and ties into this because running a business is really, even if you choose to be private and personal or whatever marketing, you know, thing you use. Business is really all about like me, like my business is me and it's an extension of me. And so even though I can in, in the brand separate between private and personal on the, on, on inside me on that individual level of running my business and creating business. Um, and all of that, all of me shows up, both the private and the personal parts and pieces. And so in this container of getting coaching and support from you, it's been really wonderful to not have to like fragment and compartmentalize myself into separate parts and pieces.
0: Oh, I love you. That was so nice. Thank you. And it's so funny because I'll just share like a little behind the scenes for me that like when Erica and I just decided to start, we hadn't had a ton of interaction. Like I had been following you. You had been following me. We did one, like almost like practice kind of session beforehand and I was so interested to see how this was gonna go because you do have so many facets to your personality (laughs) too, right? Like, um, like you can come across so like take charge, like boss bitch. And then you're also like so like soft and present. And so I was like really interested to see like how does this play out? How does this show up on the podcast? And it just like I'm just so thrilled that we got to see every part of you and it was just so lovely. But yeah, I was like this is going to be a wild ride. Like, I can't wait to see how this goes. And it was just, it was perfection. I just adore you. Uh,
1: thank you. I appreciate hearing that.
0: Uh, I feel like you kind of already answered this one, but um, if you have anything else to add, let me know. And if you don't, that's really cool. But um, do you think it changed the coaching doing it on the podcast? And I, I know you mentioned that part about almost feeling like a split experience in some ways so i totally agree with that but if there's anything else you want to add there
1: um i think the so that's a li- like what we talked about is a little bit of like a con right or like yeah and yeah. the pro i think is that it helped me also step up and not be like wasting mm. time if you know what i mean mm. yep because i felt not an like an overly present or strong sense of responsibility towards the audience, but mm-hmm. a small one, like, yeah, yeah, like you want to deliver them a
0: a robust experience, yeah, kind of and
1: sometimes you know, I could have probably spent more sessions crying about personal stuff. <laughs> 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 and maybe that would have been super beneficial in in other ways, too. Yeah. But I did feel like, you know, someone is going to be listening to this and, like, what will be valuable for them. And and that has a direct connection to what's valuable for me, of course, too, right? So it's not like I was doing it for someone else uh, or in the trine of people, please, like strangers out there listening to the podcast. But... Still, there was an element of, like, maybe it just amplified that feeling inside of me, which you always have when you purchase any product or coaching or service. It's like, how do I get the most out of this? And I think it just mm-hmm. turned that up a dial or so um, because of the um, this container.
0: I love that. That's really, I think, really cool to hear because I do feel like You can – it almost depends on what you do with that pressure because, like, it's kind of going to be there no matter what when you're doing something like this, right? So you can almost let it freeze you or you can let it, like, turn that dial up a little bit. And so I love that you almost just, like, consciously made that choice of, like, I'm going to let this push me that little bit extra, you know? Yeah,
1: because I've definitely reflected on that pressure because it is. It's Um, Mm ever-present. And so – I definitely felt into it and felt like, well, it's, it's there no matter what. So what do I want to do with it?
0: 100%. Yeah. So good. Okay. So what do you see when you look at like what you've accomplished so far and how far you've come? Like what, what do you like take away from that? What do you make of that?
1: Um
0: because you did a lot in the last six months like you like crushed some shit in
1: business right <laughs> yeah i um yeah i remember after a few sessions i think i even wrote you in Basecamp, cap and i was like i haven't made lots of money yet i feel bad for, i'm not paying you anything because <laughs> i'm not ba- paying you um like the monthly rate right the percentage yeah yeah so um or yeah the the base rate yeah so i and i was feeling like you know i have to hire a team now and i have to we have to launch now and um and just so I, i remember reminding myself it's okay there's six months there's no rush um just like surrender timeline and let's see what happens and then it was like boom 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 Boom, boom, like one after the other, like all the goals and like milestones or landmarks, whatever you want to call it, everything just blew up. And like we, um, we achieved everything, um, that we set out to achieve at the beginning of the journey. So I take away an incredible, just embodied sense of accomplishment, um, and pride. And, um, and I feel also what I see when I look back is that I did it in, I think I did it in a really, what's the word? Mm. I think I did it in a really balanced way. Like Mm -hmm. there was a lot going on and I could have been way more stressed out. I also could have been, I could have been, you know, I think I could have been more more chilled at some points and like cu- cultivating more <laughs> pleasure as well and like all of that stuff I mean can't we all? yeah, yeah. <laughs> but looking at reality and just how I did it I think it also happened in a very gentle way actually um yeah. we achieved really big goals um in in a gentle like, pressure and judgment-free way uh and I think I'm mostly happy about that. Um mm-hmm. and and yeah it's it's wonderful um to um to just yeah my I, I spoke with my accountant yesterday. She was like, you've had a really good quarter. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, why yes I have, thank you. <laughs> I was like, yes, and we're gonna launch that product twice a year, and then we're gonna have this and this and this. And I was like, wow. Wow. It 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 really feels so good.
0: Oh, I feel so emotional. <laughs> we can pretend it's pregnancy hormones, but we know it's not. <laughs> but um, and <laughs> when you said that part about like oh shit, <laughs> about achieving the really big goals in such a gentle way. It just like hit me so much because I feel like that's like the whole thing that we're trying to do here, right? Like I think that whatever our culture, our way of being is so not that. And so to to step into that and to let yourself do that and to let yourself release and surrender and take away a lot of the pressure, especially in this <laughs> in environment and container where it's being recorded and stuff is just incredible. And it just, I mean, I feel like that's the most amazing thing. And I think if there's anything I want everyone to take away from it, it is like literally it's that sentence because it is totally possible to do that. I think you've done so much work (laughs) to do that both internally and externally, but like really seeing the possibility of still hitting your big goals without having to push, shame, become unbalanced, feel pressure 24-7, all of that is like so important. And it's just not something we see modeled enough. And so that just really hit me and I just love that. Oh yay. <laughs> <laughs> I know I will stop talking and crying. Um, okay. So what do you feel like is next for you? I mean, I feel like you kind of just alluded to, like, we're going to do the same shit. But, like, <laughs> tell us a little bit about that.
1: <laughs> um, I'm going to – well, we're halfway through December, and I think I said a couple of sessions ago that I wanted December to just be, like, nothing new and and yes. integration and rest. And then two days ago, I had this idea, like, let's do this. And like handling money <laughs> Yeah. <it happen>? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and then uh, two days ago, I wrote you in Basecamp, and I had this new idea for a thing that we could, like a workshop I could do in January, <laughs> and I started planning it yesterday. I was like, no, no, I'll plan it, and we'll do it in January if there's time. Um, but, yeah, so to answer your question... Um what's next is taking a little break from launching, enjoying um a wonderful Christmas and New Year's holiday. I think I'll be I'll be offline for almost three weeks, two and a half or something, three weeks. So I'm really, really, really looking forward to that. Um and then and then yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I pretty much did answer um, next up is getting amazing, raving reviews from the current participants in yes. Shameless and then um, starting up the whole same process with the wait list, turn on event, and then launching Shameless again in probably in February. Mm. Um, and then we'll see, there are some fun things that I want to do, like the podcast, this other course that I've been talking about forever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That we still can't say the name of, I just need you to launch it so we can say
1: that. (laughs) Exactly. And this other mastermind that we also can't say the name of, (laughs) um, with an even better name. Um,
0: Wait, I just have to say this because this is so funny. But So when we did that, um, uh, like whatever we're calling it, like a practice coaching session or whatever before we did the podcast, I remember you told me those names. And you were like, (laughs) and if I ever hear them anywhere, I will know it was you and I will come find you basically. (laughs) Yeah or some some Erica version of that and I just remember being like I fucking love her this, she, this is so good like <laughs> that, that's just such a funny little uh, memory I have so I love that and I can't wait
1: for those to be out oh same same and for anyone listening obviously now we have to join my newsletter list so that you will <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> you can unsubscribe when yeah, I launched all the programs <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I think in general, I just want to keep doing the same thing is achieve big goals in a gentle way. Oh, so good. We're
0: going to make that a thing. My my podcast, people are listening. That should be a quote graphic. (laughs) Um, all right. So what, um, what do you feel like if you could just like, I don't know, summarize for everyone. Like if I could just have you guys know one thing, if you listen to this season, if you follow me, if I could just have you know one thing, what would I want that to
1: be? It's okay to feel schizophrenic when you run a business. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Again, uh, I take, I take the real diagnosis and disease a mental health issue of schizophrenia really seriously. And i work with people with that. But at the same time, it can feel really schizophrenic. Like you have all these different voices in your head and you're like, I want to do this, but I want to do this. But this other thought says this and this other feeling says that. And my inner child is freaking out and I don't know what to do. And I feel like I'm at war with myself. And you heard me go through that process. Um, And I think just normalizing that, that it's okay to feel that way. Um, and it doesn't mean that you mm-hmm. should or have to stop or that you won't be successful. Um, and then I think again that we've talked about today's, and then when you do achieve results or goals and you access a new level of success, you're still gonna feel <laughs> so much s- <laughs> stuff. <laughs> and it doesn't really get (laughs) it doesn't really get easier so (laughs) buckle up (laughs) (laughs) there's
0: something I feel like and you you probably agree with me so much on this but I feel like there's something that's so upsetting about hearing that but it's also so liberating too because it's like It's like such bad news in a way where you're like, wait, it won't feel perfect. Fuck, what is the point? But then as soon as you're like, wait, it won't feel perfect. So I'm not missing anything now. It's so liberating at the same time, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And what's the alternative to go back to your day job and be miserable? So it's like.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which is way harder than so many
1: of the other pieces. Or just soul sucking or, you know, draining and all of that stuff. Uh, and, and and to a certain yeah. degree, like, I've had moments during these last six months where I have felt like I just want to, like, <laughs> I want to close my business. I want to tell all my clients that I'm, like, I'm done. I'll refund them the money. I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do don't. this anymore. Uh, it's just way too challenging. And... And that it would feel so much easier to just go and, like, do nursing. And I also know that that is not an option for me. Mm -hmm. Like, that's my flight response. Yep. Well, I think
0: sometimes it's a healthy response, too, though, because it just keeps reminding you you're at choice. Yes. Mm -hmm. As well. Right? When you're like, you know what? I am at choice. I could close all this down tomorrow. I could refund everybody their shit. I could go get that, like... And then you realize it's a choice, and you're like, "Oh no, wait, can I can still pick this." You know what yeah, I mean? I want to like break kind up. Of <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like never mind. Come on back.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's how it's felt a lot, um, and I I think that feeling like won't maybe it'll shift or transform, but it it will always always be there like it's there's this saying in sweden uh in swedish um it's like the plague or cholera like what would you rather have like they both suck Um, you know so it's like okay it's life or life and it's yeah but you have you get to choose Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um i love that there's like the the
0: reality component to that too which I think is so important where sometimes in our industry I feel like it's like it can just all be perfect and like I think there's a way in which like you definitely are someone who has a demonstration of like quote-unquote having it all but like (laughs) there is this way where like that
1: comes with this correlation
0: of and it must be perfect you're like definitely like fuck you I'm not Pam but like
1: (laughs) (laughs) Pam doesn't have existential (laughs) crises and like (laughs) (laughs) severe anxiety (laughs) existential part (laughs) yeah i've just moved through some severe anxiety this last week and so i think it's just so funny to talk about coming across as someone who has it all but yeah i guess you're right i do i'm married i have a kid i have a successful business like i have health um i have like a pretty okay level of like physical beauty and fitness and uh, i mean everything's relative but like in terms of like yeah yeah the mm-hmm. genes i was handed <laughs> like they're okay um and 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 yeah middle class privilege all of that and at the same time like depression burnout existential crises intense fucking shit going on behind the scenes um yeah so that's that's life Exactly. And like the,
0: like acknowledging the reality of that is so perfect or is so important because it would be so easy if you wanted to, to be like, look at how perfect all of this is. Right. And like in a sense, like it's all so good and there's all this other stuff. So I think that's just what's so important
1: here. Yeah. I wrote a, <clears throat> I read a quote by um, Mike Tyson's trainer and he's also been the trainer or coach for many other like, really big successful um, athletes and boxers. And he said, um, "The coward and the brave both experience the same. What sets them apart is action." Mm, oh, that gave me goosebumps. Yeah, mm. same feelings, same emotions, same true. thoughts, yeah. same you know, same same but different. And and um, and yeah. I think it's important to remember that um, when we look at, especially when we look at social media and compare and despair and all of that, um, that even the successful experience the same as the unsuccessful and the brave experience the same as the cowards and the difference is only action. Yeah. It's so true. So true. So
0: true. Uh, I just adore you. Thank you so much for doing this. I am just so, so, so grateful to you. This was amazing. And I just feel like it really couldn't have, couldn't have gone more perfectly if we had tried. (laughs) (laughs) If we had tried. Um, Okay. So, Yeah. (laughs) So tell everyone where they can find you, where they can find out these program names eventually (laughs) that we're teasing them with, (laughs) Uh, Um, how they can join Shameless, all the things. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: You find me on Instagram, Erica Alsborn, E-R-I-K-A-A-L-S-B-O-R-N. I I am shadow banned all the time. So you have to literally (laughs) write out. (laughs) Always. (laughs) You have to spell out the whole thing. I won't (laughs) show up as a suggestion. Um, You can search, I think you can search Facebook for my group Pleasure Rebels, the group name, like if you, like facebook.com slash group slash PLS Rebels, crazy, you cannot use the word pleasure in a Facebook group, it is banned, it is illegal on Facebook to use the word pleasure in a group name. If that
0: isn't just a whole statement right, right there, I don't know what is.
1: <laughs> I mean, pussy, yeah. Porn, yeah. Like, I get that. But pleasure? Anyways. Right. So PLS Rebels. Um, my website, com, And, uh, yeah, join my newsletter. And what else? A podcast is coming with the best name, of course, as well. <laughs> Obviously. (laughs) And I think that's it for now in terms of platforms. Yeah. And also you have pleasure treats. I mean, it's not open at this moment, but pleasure
0: treats is like a good way to get like started in your work. If you've been listening and you're like, what is this whole pleasure thing she's talking about? And all of that, like pleasure treats is your kind of entry point for that too. So be on the lookout for that as well. Yes,
1: exactly. And yeah, more courses are coming probably a live. i don't know when this is going out but we're probably one-off workshops is going to come as well soon um because that would be fun and also not a bad way to make money so why not
0: so good all right thank you i appreciate you so much and thank you for being part of it same
1: same me too you too all of those things
0: Thank you for listening to Literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living led up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you want to hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset strategy and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to alituplifecom forward slash clients to sign up.